This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... <coughs> I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days, so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. The following program is rated TV MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, violence, and nudity. It is intended only for mature audiences. So Daniel gave me questions that I was not allowed to look at until right now. Oh, awesome. So I'm going to look at these I'm and look at them right now. This could be the and, first one. Don't edit. Uh, <laughs> okay. I mean, do your men ever get jealous or mad with things fans say to you at cons? Uh, That's a good one I'll, for you. I'll, cause, cause I'll, I'll be quick. I, I usually don't like, I, I'm, I mean, it, I, I think I, somebody's asked this before and I've said it before, but like, as long as it's not inappropriate, like don't, don't send somebody a dick pic, you know, like don't, I, I've seen some comments on like Instagram and stuff that are a little like you're pushing it, you know, like, would you say that if I was standing right next to her in person, would you say that ne- in, to her in person period, you know, to her face. And then if I was standing there, would you say it like, that's just mad disrespectful, you know, like some things people say, it's like, you shouldn't be saying that because a, she's in a relationship and B you should be saying it period. Cause it's vulgar, you know? So like, I get it. You know, the hot and this stuff. Like, I agree. I have five of those people. I'm like, yeah, I think she is. She is hot. <laughs> exactly. I, damn right, brother. <laughs> like I say that same thing, but like when it comes to some of the stuff, I'm like, okay, that's a little, that's a little game. Yeah. I, I mean, definitely, you know, the, the lack of respect. Sometimes those questions are like, okay, yeah. that was a little disrespectful. Nothing, yeah. you know, nothing gets me mad. I mean, if it gets me mad, it definitely got her mad, and she's oh, definitely yeah. going to probably handle it before I get there. Oh, yeah. Scout, Scout's not holding <laughs> back. Like, if you say so, like, she, she'll, uh, I have been, there have been times where I've definitely thought, like, she's going to get me killed. Because <laughs> yeah, if somebody, but, like, whistles or cat calls, like, which happens, it's LA, we're in a construction neighborhood. Like, it happens, and she's like, some guy fucking yelled at me today, and I had to get out and do this. And I'm like, cool, is he outside still? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it's going to be a problem How many people right are now? with him, you know? <laughs> <laughs> How tall is he again? How tall you know. is he? Yeah. Okay, we'll see. Or my gun? I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> are, are these beautiful, powerful women easy to live with? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, on my side, yeah, Daniel's super easy to live with. She's an awesome mom, awesome wife, awesome homemaker. She definitely likes to change curtains a lot. That's for sure. So that might... <laughs> Uh, you got the rearranged office i heard yeah rearranging offices rearranging rearranging furniture changing things that i mean that's just part of you know how it is but yeah no she's super i about i mean i don't really have much reference i don't didn't really live with any of my previous girlfriends so 
maybe, I mean, yeah, no, never really did. So yeah, yeah she's super easy for my first person that I'm actually living with. 100%. I, I, I don't know, you know, per, in the, the question, I don't know the comparison again either, because I don't think, yeah. I don't think I would have stuck in a relationship with somebody who wasn't like Scout. I, I mean, of course she's a rare breed because the woman never stops. She's the energizer bunny of like projects. And she would, she would say she has ADD, but I think like, and there, maybe there's some truth to that, but like, I think she's, really driven and ambitious. And I, that, that to me is like as sexy, if not more sexy than the looks and all that, like she's a Fox, don't get me wrong, but like the, the, like the ambition and drive part, like I would, I think I would be really like sad if I was with somebody that was just like resting on their laurels or just phoning it in or like just wanted to sit around and be kept, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I want to be, don't get me wrong. Again, I want to pr- be able to provide that life for her to make it her choice. But I, my, I'm very, very glad that her choice is like, I'm gonna go kick ass and take names. And like, this is my world, you know, like, I love that. That's, it doesn't get you better than that. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, you know, that will shift and change just as like, you know, having, once you start having kids and whatnot, yeah. and then, you know, the roles swapping back and forth and, but yeah, having that drive to continue to get oh, back out mad. there I, and I, kick I, ass, I, like, yeah, but, I told I mean, her, I was like, I will be Mr. Mom. I'll come to set. I'll have the baby. <laughs> I was like, don't even, don't even worry. You kick ass. You're doing it. It's fun. It, you know, Mr. Mom, Mr. Dad, it, it's 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 a lot of fun. But yeah, I mean, being able to go back and forth. And she's, she's Danielle's really good about, you know, turning off. And well, maybe not. She, she's always thinking work, work, work. Yeah, yeah. Whatever may be the, the movie they're doing or book she's writing or whatever. But she comes back and she's mom and, and wife. That's cool. And That's then, really cool. And, you know, turns that off, I guess, at a certain time. I'm definitely, I have a, I had a hard time with that, especially in the beginning of our relationship. I couldn't turn off work. Oh like yeah. Yeah. 10 o'clock at night. I like, get that sales call and whatnot, or yeah. we'd be in Hawaii and, you know, it got to a certain point where I was like, okay, I have to turn off. I have to be husband, you know, dad be here right now. Um, yeah. That, that, that their drive is, journey. Yeah. yeah. It's, I, I, it'll be fun for you guys. That's for sure. Yeah. Even now it's, it is tough. Like I, man, I've been on for like a year. I've been on a really rough software contract. Hope, hope, hope they're not listening or they, they don't know who they I'm turned off about, by now, but, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's been really tough. There, there, it's been a really tough contract, like constant frustration, constant. Like I I'm like, want to bang my head against the computer. And like, sometimes she'll be like, you're talking to me like you talk to your work people. And I'm like, Oh shit. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Check. <laughs> like, like, because yeah, right. I, I it, like, it's not easy to, it, for me anyway, it's not easy to turn that off. I'm like, man, I'm stuck like thinking about how dumb these people are, how stupid they're managing their project or whatever. And then like, I carry that frustration out, you know, because well, you're working from home. Yeah. And, it, it's, uh, it's amazing though. They, they have that ability and I'm sure it's probably because, you know, working as children that they're able to, turn that off and disconnect where us oh, yeah. as men, I think maybe it's a man thing. It's hard for us to let that shit go or, or to not bring it home with us. But you know, you guys will figure it out. And this is actually a good parlay into this question though is, so what goes through your mind watching your spouse getting attacked on screen? If something goes through your mind, <laughs> if you see the, well, you know, attacked on I think scouts mentioned it, but like we watched, we watched Halloween and I was like, cool. And then we were gonna watch. We were just gonna marathon it and watch Halloween too, because I, like I said, I hadn't watched a lot of her movies, and I still haven't seen all of Halloween too, because like that's the one where she has like PTSD and she's super depressed, and like I couldn't do it. I was like, that's too much. Like I can't right now. I can't separate like 
you sitting next to me and you going through that. And I mean, hey, that speaks to she's a great actress, but like, all, I I was watching it and like she goes through some really dark shit in Halloween too, the the zombie one anyway. And I was just and that's you know Daniel was in that too, but like I was just like I can't watch this. Like it's I don't know if it was just because we had just watched the first one, but like maybe so, at some point I'm sure I'll check it out. But like I I was just like it was just too much for me. It was too like the attack stuff, you know, like you know it's not real because again they're sitting right next to you and I'm in the business. Yeah. Yeah. You're really but alive, like, okay? <laughs> yeah, but but like the emotional stuff she was going through in that movie, I definitely was like, I don't like seeing that. I don't like seeing. Yeah, that. Like, I, I agree. That definitely, you know? yeah, I, I would say definitely more more so now. I think being married with kids, yeah, I, it's very hard for me to watch that stuff. I mean, I, bet. I mean, and she you know goes through some pretty brutal you know kill scenes or murder scenes and i'm just like yeah i i, I don't like watching it well maybe um, that's mean, another part of being a man like you just like maybe there is some chemical yeah, where you're like ah, your natural like, instinct of protecting protect, and, and right and, yeah. and want to be there you know that still kicks in i'm like man i want to yeah. fucking kill that guy even though like you know <laughs> these guys like you know kane and all these other oh, know, actors they worked with them like guys, yeah yeah you're like oh okay great you killed my wife oh yeah you know but yeah, I mean, and yeah, they're so good at being able to just separate that and turn that off. I mean, just thinking yeah. even more so seeing like the kill scenes or how brutal and how, you know, emotional and crazy they are and get and to know that, okay, she just came home and, you know, we had dinner like normal people. And, and that, well, you know, they it, talk again, about it too. They talk, they talk about it too, though. They talk about like, you know, that stuff, at least in the past, it wasn't that easy to turn off. And sometimes like, even if you can turn it off, like mentally, you know, your body still remembers all the, like the screaming and the yelling, like scout will come home after like doing those voice things. Like she either does like video games or whatever, and she'll come back and she'll be like, oh, I can't talk for the next two days because my throat <laughs> is gone. Cause she's been screaming her lungs out, you know? Yeah. All day. And I'm like, there's a physical toll on their body, like doing the stunts, doing everything. Like I know more than anybody, but like, you know, that stuff, it's not like you need to shake it off, you know, at the end of the day and doing the mental part too. Like, when you're a really good actor, like they are, then all the chemicals are be still being released, the endorphins and the adrenaline and everything else. So, like, you know, what's that doing to your body, to your system and your muscles and everything, like, while you're going through that? So, some of it, I, I know they've talked about it, you know, that you carry that stuff home with you. Oh, yeah. I mean, Dan, I know Daniel's mentioned it to Scout, you know, frequently. Like, Daniel will, you know, thrash on a movie for, you know, yeah. three weeks a month, come home and then get sick. Yeah. Like that's when yeah. it just finally, you know, the, the, the walls come down. The adrenaline yeah. endorphins are done. And now your body's like, okay, now uh, fuck you. Time to repair. Yeah. I need to know, heal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, now you need to, you know, check the fuck out for a week and, yeah. you know, take care of yourself and heal and, and do that. And I mean, let's see here. I mean, the, the, I think I was partly done another question we had, but. Maybe not that question. Well, um, Dan- Danielle hasn't popped in yet and been like wrapping up. <laughs> no, no, no. She's probably on the other side of the door just listening. But okay. Um, how do you show love and appreciation to your girls after they have been away? Oh, Danielle's already told your secrets. You do like uh, draw her a bath and light no, a candle. No, and- no, 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 not no, 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 no. Actually, my, my secret, my secret <laughs> is well, no. Really, what I do is I make sure one, she does not come home to a dirty house. And doesn't come home to laundry, especially which you know with two boys. There's a lot of fucking laundry. laundry, Sure, always a lot of fucking laundry, and the house blows up really easily. So yeah, I mean, I'll I'll light candles. I'll you know 
burn some incense and re-shocker the house for her and, uh, you know, make sure the bed's made and the, everything's clean. But that, you know, that's really, I mean, I would say it, I mean, show appreciation, but we do now, which was important. And we didn't do this actually until recently was, you know, usually Danielle would go away, you know, Thursday to Sunday for a show. Mm-hmm. And then I would have to like, just let her be for, you know, Monday, Tuesday, a little bit of space. Yeah. Just like, yeah, I'm just going to stay, stay the fuck away and let you decompress and whatever. But then, you know, she would go away again on the next Thursday. So she'd only have like that one day. Now what we've done and it's been great, you know, it's for both of us is she usually, usually like that next day, Monday, we'll have time. Like she'll put the time, she'll, she'll, she'll muscle, you know, get it together and just make sure that there's time for just her and I oh, after nice. that to reconnect and, you know, and get cool with each other and then go back to business. So she's gotten definitely way better at that as opposed to, you know, needing the, the, the two days to decompress and stay away. Also not so much as a, not as easy as an option now, considering we've got two boys and they're up yeah. her ass all day. So yeah. mommy comes home and she's mommy. <laughs> so I, I, I do try my best to try to keep them away so she can, you know, get some rest and, and but they miss catch. her too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, of course it's, you know, mommy, mommy, mommy. Yeah. You dad um, mom's <laughs> home. You're, you're, you're chopped liver now. So even then, so she's made it more important, made it a thing that, okay, reconnect with David, not just dad. And yeah, you know, let's have that time. And you know, you guys will uh, come to that eventually. I'm sure. Oh yeah. It's tough sometimes. I mean, I, I think I try to do like comfort stuff. I do like flower. I, I'll always get her flowers just so there's always fresh flowers in the house. You know, when, when she gets home, I always do like some of her favorite chocolates or like it, it, it might be something simple as a bottle of water. You know, I mean, you know, when it's like the end of the day and it's the end of the weekend and they're on a plane and whatever the air's dry, it's like you're in hotel rooms. Yep. Like I, I'm like, okay, just let's get you hydrated. Yeah. Let's get you, you know, <laughs> back in. And then like, usually I kind of keep a steady flow of bath bombs going through the house. Cause I know Scout like baths and I'm like, I feel like, like I said, I'm more about like treating the senses. Like if I can get her feeling comfy and like cozy, like I think we're good, but there are tough times like September, October, especially like there's a con like every weekend. I want to say and it's the same yeah. thing where like, if they come home Sunday, it's like super late Sunday night. If they come home mm-hmm. Monday, then you get, you know, Monday, you get Tuesday, Wednesday, and maybe some of Thursday, and then it's before they're back out on the road you know? again. Yeah. So there's definitely some tough times that, you know, I know Scout and Danielle have both talked about where like you, that's sort of the nature of our business, but I do think it's really important to like carve that time out and say like, Hey, we have to do something. And we, we would do like a lot of times when I'm in a hotel, we'll do like movie dates or we'll watch the same Netflix show. We'll be like three, two, one start, you know, on Go. FaceTime until she, she'll usually fall asleep first at that point. <laughs> but like, I always feel like we try to do that, like date night stuff, even when they're gone, just because, you know, that's a, it's a weird life. I, I've done yeah. some of those cons now personally. And it's like, it's kind of weird. Like you're living in hotels and and then again, it's a cool family to be part of. Like some of the people that are in those cons are really sweet. And some of them will come to the wedding, you know, like they're part of the family. But people don't, you know, one thing is, and people don't realize how exhausting it is. I oh, mean, yeah. just, I mean, just being the boyfriend or the husband, I'm fucking exhausted. You know, I'm, I mean, my mindset, I'm on, I'm security. I'm on, I'm always, yeah, you're on, you know, on duty. I'm, I'm always on, but they're always on positive attitude, happy. And, and they're for the fans. They're there for the fans. 
and people don't realize how exhausting that is. It's, it's and, a big and, energy give, and it's not like to say, "Oh, it's a drag to like go out there and no, talk." To definitely not. Whatever. Like nobody's saying that, but it is like it is. You you kind of have to be. You, you don't get to have a bad day. You know, you don't get no. to have bad times. Like you There's have no, to be like, the one that sort of pushes the joy of the interaction, which it is. It's like I mean, for me, it's been like a really weird experience because I'm not used to that. And, and the stories that people have told and some of the emotional responses that people have had, I'm like, it's, it's like the most endearing, grateful attitude you can have when you do this stuff. Cause like the fans are, and, and I know they, they feel this way too, but like the fans are just amazing. Like people really yeah. put time, effort, energy, and they put their energy, especially the people that like cosplay and stuff like that stuff oh, yeah. is amazing. Like they're really dedicated. They're artists, and it's I like mean, they spend it, hours doing makeup yeah, just to like, come down to a convention. And then they do artwork, and sometimes they'll give gifts and stuff. And it's like you know the homemade or custom made art, candles, all that stuff. Like it's amazing. And I think that like it it, it gives, and it, it, you know some days it's a more of a give, and some days it's a take. Where like oh, you're getting you're like you're getting some of that that energy back, but like yeah, for the most part, it's it's a give it's a lot of energy going out and really for the people that come too, like I'm sure they're exhausted after the cons, you know, but they get to go home. Yeah. Whereas, you know, usually there's another night in the hotel and a flight back and all that. Like, so, and then start all over again, you start all over again. So like, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting lifestyle, but like, you know, I know everybody I know that I've met in that and and I owe that to scout by the way, is like, it's such a cool community as getting back to what we said earlier in the podcast. Like it's, it's, it's just really interesting and neat to be part of that world. Yeah, for sure. So you mentioned it actually this, you actually partially answered this question earlier and, and kind of want to get into this more. How do you keep the sparks in your love life when your spouse is out shooting or could be at a convention? I guess you mentioned your Netflix, virtual Netflix date. How else do you yeah, guys yeah, keep that's... the sparks, I guess, while you guys are gone or, or, I mean, she could be gone. I mean, I know Scott's been in Thailand for like a month. Like, yeah. How do you keep that? That was, that was a tough going. one. That was a tough one for both of us. Like she was working on a project in Pennsylvania for like two or three weeks and then flew right to Thailand. And, and unbeknownst to us, like the movie got canceled uh, at the end of October and November. But at the time she was supposed to go do a third movie, like back to back to back. And that's probably been one of the toughest stints for us where like, because she was in Thailand, I was working <laughs> It, it sort of worked out, but it sort of didn't. It was like I was working overnights on a movie in Kentucky, and she was working days mostly in Thailand. And so every now and then we'd have like two or three hours of crossover where we would actually have free time. But I was so exhausted from doing it. We did 17 days of overnight shoots. I mean, that was brutal. And, and like we got the full weekends in between, but it's like you spend the first whole day sleeping and the second whole day trying not to sleep because you're like, okay, do I – go out and actually get some sunlight or do I try to stay on the same sleep schedule? Cause I have this next day, I got to stay up again, you know? So that was a tough one. And, and it made it worse that she was in Thailand because during that time I was like, I don't like, I, I it was always like, you got to check the clock and see like, what time is it in Bangkok? And like, I knew she was exhausted too. Cause it was an action movie, you know, and she was fighting, doing fight practice every day and then doing these action things. And like, I was just like, I was really interested. Cause I was like, this is cool. Like you're in my world now. Yeah. And, uh, but it was also really tough because there wasn't a lot of crossover on time. And when she finally did come back, I think, you know, Scouts talked about this openly, but she felt lost. And I did too. I was like, I haven't slept in the same bed with you or like been around you or like 
heard every story or, you know, like you get kind of in someone's life, you, you know, what happened during their day versus that it was like, it had been almost two months where we just didn't get a chance to communicate that much. And that was a tough one. So, you know, we're, we're kind of back to before now, but like, that was a tough one right afterwards. It was definitely like, you know, I, I think I told her during that time. And again, I'm like paraphrasing somebody's quote, but it's like, relationships are never 50 50 like they paint this picture like it's a 50 50 partnership and da, 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 da. but like there are days where you know somebody's going to be at 20 and the other person has to be at 80 and those are the extreme days but like some days it's like that and so yeah. i told her like she was kind of emotional and i we sat down and had and i was too and we sat down and had a chat and i was like look i understand that you're worn out right now like you this is what i worry about when you go away and you do these things i was like you know i i I, I understand the ambition part of it. Cause I, I did that too. I was like very, very type a in my thirties. So I get it. But I was also like you, the thing that I learned and the thing that I know you will come to learn is like, you need days off, you need compression, decompression days. You need days where you're taking care of yourself and that's it. And mm-hmm. I said, if that's you right now, then I'll be the one carrying, you know, the 70% of the relationship. If that's what needs to happen right now, that's fine. I was like, you just, settle back into life in the United States and like this time zone and get your energy back. And you know, that can take a while because oh, yeah. I've done that travel too. And I know it, it's tough. So I, I mean, for me, I think it's like, you know, I, and I know scout says this too. Once you're in a relationship to, to us, like I feel like the sparks, Oh, she's, she's looking at me angry. Oh, I'm not angry. Your food is on. Oh, my food is on the table, but uh, that, that's an angry that's it's not that angry. She's cute. <laughs> <laughs> that's a stop talking about me and get yeah. off because I made you no, dinner. I'm, I'm coming. I promise. We're right. She, she cooked. Now she's angry. No, she heard <laughs> tonight. We didn't go to the grocery yet. We were just out of town. I was out of town and she was had a social calendar of her own this weekend. But t- just to finish the thought, like, yeah, it's it's to me a lot of the sparks, like when you're in a mature relationship, a lot of the sparks are, yeah, you can do wild and crazy stuff sometimes, but like you know, a lot of it is, is just being there for each other. And like, I mean, man, you, you can have a ton of empty relationships if you want, and if it's just about the sex and the, you know, the whatever, but like, to me, it's like sexy that you come to realize somebody cares about you enough to take care of you when you're down and the vice versa of it. Right. Like you love them enough to say, Hey, I'm going to take care of you. I know you're not feeling your 100 right now, but I'm, I'm okay. Like, you know, if you're a little short with me, okay today. You know, yeah, cause I really, I can see where you're at, you know? So to me, that's, that's the spark, you know, is like, you get to that point where you're just like, I care about this person. They care about me. And like, we're a team and, you know, some one day, one person's carrying the load and the next day, the other person is. So yeah, everybody, everybody, you know, you find your role and you figure it out what works and you know, this is like the sensitive answer. I don't know. Yeah. Other times no. you're just like, please get naked. <laughs> well, look, no, hundred percent, 100%. I mean, you know, how do you keep a spark alive when your significant other's gone for a month? Well, yeah. you know, you go back to how it was when you're dating Yeah, Think about, I mean, well, okay, it's easy. maybe it's easy. Could be some, could be some dirty texting. It could be, I don't know, just saying, Hey, I miss you. Hey, you know, want to get naked with you. Like, okay. Yeah. You know, just put it out there in the mind and like, usually, okay. Yeah. You know, you, you usually get that right back and like, okay, you've been gone for a week, two weeks. You haven't seen them and Hey, everybody's got hormones. Everybody's <laughs> going now. Maybe mine are higher than yours or we're not, but I you know, know you're just, tired, but just, just saying, <laughs> you know, like, Oh, I know, you know, she's on set or she's working. 
you know, oftentimes I don't even hear me. Well, I'll get a text message. Hey, I'm done. I'm exhausted. Okay. Good night. Love you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I'll, but that doesn't mean the next morning won't be like, Hey babe, what's up? You know, just no, 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 knowing (laughs) that, you know, she's going to be like, yeah, whatever. But just putting that out there, like, Hey, I'm thinking about you sexy, you know? uh, Yeah. You know, just keeps that mental masturbation going, I guess, or whatever it is. and, And keeps that spark going, which I'll finish off with one last question because I know. Give, we, give me the last one. Last, last of the one night. Is, how did each of us know that? Uh, how wait, How did each of them know you two were the ones for them? So uh, how did you know Scout? Ahead. How okay? So Danielle was the complete opposite of everything I had ever dated before in my entire life. Yep, complete opposite. That's, and that's and and my brother's going through this right now. Which I so I just had this very long conversation with him about this was. When I met Danielle, I was totally just engaged and stoked about talking, like talking with a girl for hours. I mean, we would talk till, you know, four in the morning and then, you know, she'd throw my ass out and I'd be like, I was just so turned on by having a conversation with a girl that that I could actually have a conversation with this girl and she didn't need anything from me. Like it was no, there was no financial, like, oh, she needed me to take care of her or this or that. Like she's got her own shit. I've got my own shit. And I was just like, holy crap. Like I can actually talk with this girl. And I couldn't ever do that the way that we talked or have been able to talk with anybody I was dating with before. So I went with the complete opposite. I know I said that in our couples episode, went the complete opposite of what I ever did before and it worked. I mean, it, it turned that it, it, it meant, like I said, you know, mental masturbation. It just tickled yeah. that, that I, I never felt that before. And uh, I knew very quickly that like, Oh, she's the one. I mean, I spent, I spent eight months just looking for the stone <laughs> to, oh, really? yeah. to her. Yeah. So, and, and I would definitely say like, I held back from proposing earlier just because like, they wanted to feel like it was like the typical, I don't know, Hollywood rush into getting married oh, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. yeah, sure. Even though, like I said, I'm not part of this world. This is all new to me. But it was the po- total opposite of everything. I kind of think when you know, you know, and too. Like, I totally believe in that, you know? Yeah. Like for, it, for, for us, I mean, it's no secret. We met on, we met on Bumble. And so I don't, I don't think either of us went into it thinking like, hey, here comes my husband or here comes my wife. You know, like you meet somebody online and I think at least for our generation, like who participated in that or are still participating in that, like sometimes you're not really on there thinking necessarily like this you're is going to be my uncle. Like I hope, you hope for the best, but like I also think you go on enough duds to where you're like, that wasn't it, you know? Yeah. So you just kind of hope for the best. And like, I would, I would say the exact same thing. Like I remember this was during the the first part of the lockdown in California. So scout came over to my apartment and we just sat and talked. And I mean, you know, we watched 10 minutes of a show, but then we were really just talking the whole time, you know, it was great. Like you said, it was just great to have a conversation with somebody. And she, she tells it like, she's like, you didn't say a word. And I'm like, yeah. Or, or I didn't ask her any questions. She's like, I didn't say a word. And so, but, but she, she was very clever. Like she was very good at like, every time I would ask her something, I'd be like, Oh, do you have any, a dog? And she's like, yes, but let's talk about your dogs. And she would go off on like 10 minutes. And I was like, I can't, I can't like, I I feel myself talking a lot. And I I do remember at the end of the first date, I was like, damn, I talked a lot. That was bad. I remember thinking that. 
the exact same thing on yeah. her double date. I couldn't ask her a single fucking question. Yeah. I, I didn't know a single thing about her yeah. on this double date. I was like, man, I just talked about myself for like an hour and a half. And yeah, I hate felt talking so about myself. I hate that. What the fuck? <laughs> but yeah. luckily I was but, able to get a second one, but you guys have had different, I mean, I didn't do the online dating thing, I guess. I mean, that was kind of going on when yeah. we were dating. Maybe but just toe in the water. Yeah. Definitely not as big as, as it is now with like yeah. t- Tinder and Bumble and, or hey, Tinder and, or, or all these other, double. whatever these dating apps where you're swiping and stuff. And, yeah. you know, th- I thank God that, that, that wasn't going on at least for us, because I don't know. I mean, I would not, I would not be able to survive that digital dating world. That's for sure. <laughs> it's it's I'm, really I'm, weird. But I mean, to fast forward to the actual question, which is the knowing she's the yeah. one, like I just answered this and, you know, like for me, it's like, I, I don't want to reduce it to saying like it checks boxes. Cause I don't think I ever had boxes, you know, like I, but I do did have some rough outlines where I was like, I would like a woman who's adventurous. I would like a woman who is uh, ambitious. And I don't even know that I ever put it into words like that. But it just so happened that like everything that that Scout is, is very different from a lot of the women I had previously dated, but in the best way. It, it's always, even the challenging stuff, I always tell her, I'm like, even when she's like, I don't get you, you're, you know, you're not showing enough emotion or whatever, you know, she, she's got her certain arguments about me that that I'm sure I admit I'm I'm challenging. But, you know, I, I always say, like, I grew up very logical, the, the engineering school and all that. Like, I was trained to be logical and her being an actress since she was eight years old, she was trained to be emotive and reactive and knowing mm-hmm. how to recognize emotions and so on and so forth. And so, like, it is like a sort of an opposites attract scenario. But for me, I'm always like, man, this is great. Like, I'm learning from, like, the best teacher of, like, how to be on an emotional level. And I hope that even if it's a little bit boring, she sort of learns some of my habitual stuff, like how to be a little more like, let me run that through Tactical. the processor before I yeah. say words and stuff like that. You know, not, and again, that's not to speak ill. I'm just saying, you know, I think we complement each other very well. And I recognize that fairly early, although she might have me believe otherwise. Like I was, <laughs> I, I was kind of ready to say things before, you know, the words and all that, like, I love you and all that before she was, I feel like, but I didn't, it was funny. Like at the time I was, I was spending six weeks. This is pretty early on in our relationship, but I remember I was six weeks. I was over in England and I think there was one night where like, we almost each said it on the phone to each other, like hanging mm-hmm. up. We were like, uh, and I was like, wait, 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 wait. And I stopped us. I was like, wait, 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 wait. I was like, let's not say this over the phone the first time. Did you and say so that? We waited. Yeah. I said, let's not oh, say okay. it over the phone. So we knew at that point, like, where we were, but like, I was like, just please don't like, let's not say this over the phone when we're thousands of miles apart and we can't kiss and whatever, Yeah, you know? So we waited and she was on a movie when I got finished, she was on a movie in, uh, I want to say New Mexico, Albuquerque. And, uh, I flew straight there. It was supposed to be a secret, but I think somebody blew the secret, but I flew right there. And just like, you know, it, at the Made end of one of her days, I was like, open the door and big surprise. And, you know, we hadn't seen each other in quite a while. So That's like, that awesome. was fun. And got to say that right away. And so I don't think we'll ever forget that. But like, I mean, I think we knew before that, but there are definitely some pinnacle moments where I was like, this is like, this is different than anything I've ever experienced. So, and you, you'll always remember those moments. Like yeah. That, like that, like I said, you know, that story, that thing, you, you'll always remember that. And it's always nice to have that something special like that, like a real, like something, something pinnacle and, and solid like that to actually re- really remember that. Cause you'll always, remember that through your relationship when you're, yeah. you know, five, 10, 20 years married, kids and tired. And but you always remember those cool, 
cool stories and things to go back on. Can't wait. So All guys, right. they're yelling well, at us saying we've gone yeah, way over. So yeah, we, David, we, man, we, it was a pleasure we, to talk we, to you, man. Yeah. I <laughs> mean, you know, we, we've given you the longest talk scary to me episode yet. Hopefully David, you guys David are said n- we have to make this the best. So maybe by the longest, it will be the best. I don't know. <laughs> hopefully. I mean, hopefully we didn't bore the shit out of you. Hopefully you were entertained and, and hopefully this was a lot of fun for all of you as it was for us and yeah. you know, getting, getting us out of our comfort zones to do something different. Make sure you uh, check out the episode on Patreon, patreon.talkscaredme.com. And I hope you all have a great week. Yeah. Happy, happy Tuesday. Tuesday guys. Hey, hey. Uh, play that, play that outro. Oh, outro. <laughs> 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 It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hi, Scout. Hi, babe. Oof. So we just had an hour <laughs> last week. And then this week, what is it? It's like 40 minutes or something around there. Yeah, and we played this before or after they listened to this, the continuation of our men. Oh, you know, we, do, I don't know. Should we play it before? Maybe before. Maybe before. So yeah. get ready for, for the ready. final <laughs> final thoughts. <laughs> so what did you feel with them oh, doing the podcast? They're just the cutest, biggest fucking nerds I've ever seen. It was like, I oh, imagine being called a nerd, by the way. Oh, <laughs> nerd. But like, I mean, nerd in like a good way. Like they were nerd. Maybe not nerds. They were like nerding out over us. That's yeah. what I mean. Like nerding out in like a sweet. good a good way. Yeah, it was way, we're way naughtier than they yeah, are. They're we're very way sweet. more cruel. Yeah. <laughs> Not oh, cruel, yeah. but like <laughs> they're, way more, they're way more gentle and like they kind are. and nice. But it's really good to get that perspective and not with us so we can actually yeah. truly Oh my god, my AD is calling me right now. Uh so we can actually know how they truly feel so then maybe we won't be so fucking hard on them. <laughs> I'm not. I'm well, so not I'm hard, me. but like, you know, but like you know, it's, it's, it's you, it must be really hard. Um, tougher. I am a little bit more tough because I've been very fragile my entire life and I yeah. just don't want to live like live like that. But I think it's, it's really nice to, to hear their perspective and it must, I mean, trust me, it's the reason why I'm not dating an actor uh, because I would not be able to fucking handle it. But I no. know that about myself, like I wouldn't be able to handle it. So I thought that was really interesting. What Tom said about, well, I guess you guys are going to hear it. So when you, what he said about like, I guess that's this episode. That's this episode. Yeah. Last so it'll episode be, that you guys all heard, which is we the didn't hear any of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's Nailed. this, this is one where they really their perspective. So this one's interesting because they, well, like what Tom said about, you know, how like they're sort of engineer brains, like they put mm-hmm. things together and like a word, you know, like David's dad's doctor, you know? So like to, to kind of have that, like, that's maybe like nerdy nerding out, like, like so smart. And you and I always talk about that, like how fucking smart our guys are. Yeah. And 
we're, we are taught and have been taught from such a young age to pick up on people's emotions Mm -hmm. and to be able to express our emotions. I mean, I guess not really in real life, but on screen at least. So it's kind of weird. I never thought about that. Like how you say Tom is sort of robotic and I feel that way about David too, but, and we're kind of the emotional ones, but Mm -hmm. I didn't know that I thought it just was a girl guy thing. I didn't know that maybe it's not necessarily a girl guy thing that it could just be like, who we are as people. Yeah. hundred percent, a hundred percent. They're a lot more similar than I thought they were going to be. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It was, like was going to be super naughty. <laughs> no, I just like they're, they're, it's so, no, it's just so interesting. They love like, us. That's really yeah, what man. it is. I guess that's what it is. That's what, that's what it is. When you have someone that really, really cares about you and like yeah. really, really loves you, you know, that's what it sounds like. It doesn't sound like fucking crazy, you know, banging against the wall, like yeah, emotion, like all over the place, up and down roller coaster. Like being happily married is to be partially fucking bored. Like, yeah. you, know, like you know, I mean to be in a healthy relationship doesn't need to be up and down. It's gotta be like, you know, like he was saying like 70% sometimes, 30%, you know, like you just kind of it it ebbs and it flows. I thought it was yeah. super super interesting. I mean, obviously their bachelor party experience was very different, but again, Tom hit it on the, on the head. Like this is David was 20 years younger, Yeah, you know, when he was at his bachelor party. And even then he was like, I, I was 10 years younger this. than Tom and my bachelorette right. party looked a little bit different than Tom. Yes. Of course am, it did. Well, not even dead. I'm like 11. I'm like 11 years younger. <laughs> I think we went, we actually went to the same strip club. You and I, that David went to Get for his bachelor party. Yeah. That's oh my God. Now I, I, I kind of assumed when I was listening to yeah, that, cause I was that's like, my friend was Jason's. he in a back place with like oh, fucking boy no. girls butt cheeks like spread i mean hopefully <laughs> i don't know it doesn't bother me but i know they got him up on stage but yeah the you know I, i'm cool about all that stuff but for sure you know when i found out after i mean listen i had anxiety when he was there obviously we were only dating a year at that point yeah. like you guys are in it for a little bit longer we're only together a year we were like I mean, a year and a half, I guess, when he had his bachelor party, I knew they were going to Vegas. I knew his friends. I was like, okay. I mean, none of his friends are like cheaters. So that's really good. They're like super, like love their women. Don't fuck around, you know? So I was happy about that. So I didn't feel weird, but I, once I, after found out that there were like, you know, women coming to the room. Yeah. And I, yeah, listening back, yeah. I was like, yeah, I know they like were paying for things like another hundred bucks to have us do this to him, another 200 bucks to have us do this to him. What I didn't think of at the time, and I didn't think of it until I heard him retell the story was that they were probably trying to get his friends to pay for right. them to fuck him. Yeah. Or yeah. blow him or something. Yeah, something. I mean, I mean, I can't. That's what they probably it. assume. I mean, I I would assume like going to. That's what they do, right? Going to like a yeah, right. I mean, I've heard. You know, I mean, you like, heard my story about like my my friend, you know, calling the cleaning service with topless, you know, topless yes. cleaning service, and they're like, "Wait, you really want us to clean?" Like, yeah, <laughs> like that's a use. Well, that's what it says. So, <laughs> like, so no. back. Okay, I always heard like that that stuff happened. And I always wondered like, how did they get it to happen? Like only one time did we try to get girls to come to the room for my friend Alina's bachelorette party. Cause she's gay. And I was like, this is fucking great. Good. Like I'll pay, I'll, I'll pay someone to rub their tits in her face or mm-hmm. rub on her or whatever. But it's different. I feel like it was different with a dude, like sticking your dick in someone. I don't know. So 
I didn't know how that, like those conversations even come up in those, in those scenarios until he kind of put it into perspective for me. But back a million years ago, I remember a story about Mario. Actually, I think it was like pretty out in the open. Mario Lopez, like some shit went down at his bachelor party. Uh, I don't know specifics. I wasn't there, but Ali Landry, who he was engaged to called off the wedding after the bachelor party. So I don't know what, yeah, happened, I think you gotta be but careful. I remember you like, you gotta be careful, man. It's not you your really last do. hurrah. Like you're still engaged. You're still yeah, married. Like that's the like, thing. That's like the, the whole stereotype. It's like, it's your last hurrah. And then when you, when you, you know, obviously like, like strippers and stuff like that, but like you, you're not actually doing anything that your partner doesn't know about. If you yeah, can't but, tell your partner yeah. when you, you can't come tell home your what happened, yeah. then that's a fucking no-go. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I mean, I had if your to partner in my face, wouldn't be but... okay with it, then like it's your marriage is not going to fucking work. No, <laughs> like at all. I think Absolutely a lot of people, not. well, not, not, not a lot of people, but some percentage of people think, Oh, it's the last time I could fuck someone else. It's like, no, right. of course. That's, <laughs> no, that happened before you proposed to me. My, what do you mean? That happened before. Uh, that's, that happened when you started dating. <laughs> when you committed and you said boyfriend, girlfriend. That, yeah, that's when that happened. Were you dating anybody else when you first met Tom? I forget. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me too. yeah I was. I was, uh, well, I was just like d- d- dating around. Like, yeah, you, I was course. just like, nah, let's well, go there. I, yeah, I had seen so. So this was, this is the reason that it took me so long to see Tom because I, I had seen someone older and it was the first guy that I had seen older. I had like taken the chance. Normally I date around my age or younger, but this was like the first dude that I had seen older. And we had, been seeing each other for like a month and pretty much like after one date was like, Hey, like, I think like this might be kind of interesting to like feel out, you know? And he was like, Oh, Oh, um, uh, no, like fun. They're just like fun. And I was like, Oh, I'm the young chick. That's fun. Okay. I was like, Uh... no, I'm not looking into that. I like, I want a relationship. And so when Tom and I matched, I was like, Oh God, another older guy. I was like, this guy just wants a fucking young 30-year-old to like fuck. Right, right. This is what I thought. So just, and then, you know, he was asking me to go meet him at a fucking ranch like two hours away. I was like, what, oh, God. what is this? <laughs> but that was where Tom like, you know, spent most of his time was at this ranch. And he thought it would be really nice and romantic. And I was like, no. And I'm driving like, out there psycho for you to like b- bury me in the dude, fucking yard. Dude, but now looking back at it, the, after a while and, and I, you know, went with him to this ranch, it he literally goes to the like the back of the mountains and then exits off into some fucking dirt path. Dirt so you path. drove there. You went to meet a stranger driving down a dirt road. Yeah. Well, this is after online. seeing him for a little bit. So I oh, imagine okay. well, myself if I had gone the first date with him because I almost <laughs> did dark, uh, down some like desert path and then to a gate that he only can unlock and then down more dirt path and over a mountaintop and I'm like. I would have been losing my mind. My heart yeah. would have been racing. Uh, yeah. I would have been losing my mind. So uh, listen to my gut there. Not <laughs> 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 to get scout. Sc- the, time, the amount of times a scout almost got murdered. <laughs> nine times. It's only nine. It's okay. only nine. <laughs> Dude, it happened to me the other day. What? Uh, so I, yeah. I, so I put, so my, my um, latch girl lives in a part of Los Angeles and I'm like, I don't really like to spend too much time over there. Mm, <laughs> and okay. I, I try to park as close to 
her gate as possible. And so I parked there and I was a little bit early. You're so I had my- your life for eyelashes. For, yeah. But don't they look fucking awesome? she's great she's my favorite i keep my car on and i'm listening to the boys talk on the on the podcast recording and i see this guy coming forward and my old car used to automatically lock every time i took put my car into park this one didn't it doesn't and i didn't notice that until this guy was on the sidewalk and was walking and then all of a sudden he just did a little curve to my car oh shit to my door. And I literally, I was in park. I, I like tried to get my car into drive and I noticed that my doors were unlocked and he saw me do this and my heart. Danielle, oh God. Oh God. I was on fire. Like my chest oh, yeah. was on fire. I was like, what do I do? I have no mace. I have nothing. Like what the fuck am I going to do? And I tried to get in park. And luckily there was a guy coming from the opposite direction with his dog and the guy literally left my door and just like swooped and went past my car. And the guy with his dog was like, like looked in my window. was like, did you want to start crying or feel like you're crying? No, because I think us as women, as I'm watching American uh, nightmare right now, the documentary, I don't know (laughs) if you fucking know about that. Yeah, I do. Us as women, we're constantly on guard. We're constantly like expecting something like this to happen. Like stuff like this happens all the time. Yeah. All the time. So do you I mean, feel my- bad when you, when you lock the doors, when you like, I always feel like, Oh God, I'm going to start a fight. Like someone's going to see me locking the doors because I'm feeling uncomfortable for whatever reason. And then that's going to yeah. cause, like, I almost want to try to be cool and like oh, not yeah, make 100%. a big deal out of it, you know, but really like when the person comes up to your window to ask for money and you see they're on drugs and you're like, I, I, I roll my window up. Like yeah. I almost want to not roll it up because I don't want them that to cause more of a problem than just yeah. like oh, letting I, it go. A hundred percent. I always battle that, but I think men, men or women, I think we just need to, you know, the world is a scary place. I think it, it doesn't matter anymore about being cool or whatever. Safety always comes first. I used to be so scared about it making a noise that they could hear that I locked it when they were approaching. Oh yeah. Yeah. Me too. Oh man. And you act like like, you're looking ahead. You're not reaching for the lock button on the side of the door. (laughs) Like so fucking what man? Like you never know. You never know. Did you watch that documentary? I started to watch it. That's about the girlfriend that disappears, right? When he's like supposedly took a NyQuil and whatever. I only started, I like watched like the first half of the first episode. I, I I don't know how you believe someone like that. Like as soon as he started talking, I was like, this guy's a fucking liar. Well, but I don't know. you are about to be fucking shocked out of shocked. your mind. You're about to because be out of van and so Michael, I was like that that did not drug. Did you watch the whole thing? How many episodes? Oh yeah, I watched the whole thing. Tom and I just watched it all. Okay, I'll watch it tonight. I just finished wa- watching Beef. Have you seen Beef yet? Oh, no, no, I haven't. Oh, my God. It's that. so good. Yeah. It's so fucking good. Ali Wong is, they are, so, it is so good. You'll love it. Yeah. Have okay, watch cool. It. I'll have to watch yeah, it. Yeah, won the Emmy. I mean, it's fucking hilarious and wrong and fucked up and great. Okay, and, we'll watch it. And, you know, and then I, it was funny because I literally just finished it. I watched, started watching it over the summer and then, or like a couple months ago, and then I paused it and then I was able to finally like sit down and, and rewatch and like go back. And uh, as I'm watching somebody somewhere and then, and beef and then. <laughs> 
I finish it. And then the next morning I like, I'm not on Instagram looking through people's stuff that often, but when I do, I like, you know, do my Instagram bombing. Mm-hmm. And like the first thing I popped up was a question like what your vagina's name is the last show. I sent that to you. Oh, you what? Did you send it to I me? I sent that to you. Okay. You sent it to me. <laughs> so that's probably how I got it because I was looking at direct messages, not actually scrolling through, but how funny what I watched the night before was beef. So mine is okay. Well, mine's what I just watched. <laughs> What I'm just talking about. American Nightmare. American Whoa. Nightmare. Great. American Nightmare. And, and then the other one was Survivor. Amazing. <laughs> oh my God. That is hilarious. Well, I mean, going back to American Nightmare, because you should finish that. It just is interesting because I, I, I mean, when you said like that guy was a liar, it's like I instantly went to full judgment of like, this doesn't sound real. This is not real. But it's so crazy, like, when you continue watching it, Mm. like, how fast we are to judge people, and especially, like, in this, you know, where where your safety is supposed to be, which is the the police and cops, and how they failed these people Mm. so much, and what these people had to go through to be called a hoax and a liar, and then to find out that it actually did happen to them is just, like, insane. It's just just crazy. Um, all but, the time. Yeah, I know. I know it does. I know it does. But it, but it's so it's so interesting that like I even thought it too. Like when the woman was telling her story, I was like, "There's no fucking way." I'm like, this is why a lot of women are silent when sexual, right. you know, a rape abuse happens because they feel voiceless and helpless, right. and then no one's going to listen. And I it, had and- nightmares every, ever since I, you know, my, my writer came in last weekend and we wrote for three days mm-hmm. and I have had nightmares every single night since then. Oh, I bet. Like the shit is playing out in my brain. And the craziest thing is Jagger came, Jagger the other night said to me, and I've had this happen. I couldn't remember if it was with him or with Carter. I got to go back and listen to the episode if I can find it, that I was talking about this. I was having a nightmare and one of the kids came up in the middle of the nightmare and said they were having one too. So I had a dream that I was trying to kill my friend, Adam, and I kept pushing him out of the window. And then he would like show back up downstairs when I was having people over and he would look like I had thrown him out of a window, but he was like, I'm never, I'm still coming back. And then Jagger, Jagger said, I had a nightmare last night, mommy. I had a dream that you killed somebody. So like weird shit like that. Wow. But there, but yeah, I don't know why, where that, why that reminded me of that, but um, I know, but that's crazy. I mean, it's heavy stuff, you know, it's heavy stuff revisiting those sort of things. I mean, I feel, I feel that way even when I'm going through therapy right now. Well, (laughs) yeah. Oh my God. It's the week (laughs) writing. And then like my, on the 17th was the 39th anniversary of my dad's death. And then yesterday was the fifth anniversary of Adam's death. So I think this just week in general is like, Mm. there's too much on my mind. So I've been like sleeping and then, and like up all night, like every hour on the hour, tossing and turning or having fucked up dreams or whatever's going on in my mind. I just don't know. I, I'm like ready to get this out of my brain already. Are you having any dreams or nightmares based on like working on the, like what's happening with your movie right now? Are you having any like anxious <laughs> dreams or anything? You know? Yeah, I, I think so. My mind's is all like, it's all like puzzles. Like mine are all like puzzle dreams, which is so yeah. weird. I'm like trying to like piece shit together, which is exactly well, what you're I'm doing. Shot list, yeah, yeah. Which I'm trying to <laughs> piece my fucking movie together, and you know, I just got like the first round of like locations, and 
and um, starting to scout next week and still don't know who the lead is. Probably we'll figure it out on Monday. I'm hoping, um, I'm hoping that it all works out the way we want. I, I think he's yeah, so perfect. But if it doesn't, if it doesn't, if it doesn't, then it's fine. I do have a backup, which, yeah. you know, that, you know, that person is like, I'm, I really want to do this. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's going to work out how it's going to work out. Yeah. I just like need to get this ball going. Well, can you start casting your other cast at all no. or no? No. Can we need you? to know who our lead is. And then we need to know like pretty much how much money okay, <laughs> got that it. we have. <laughs> so then got I can it. like kind of, and also too, like whoever that is, like who's surrounding him, yeah. I have options right? and not necessarily, you know, someone will fit this guy, but someone else would probably fit the other guy right. better. Send you me know? a picture. Send me a uh, picture of who else you're thinking if this one doesn't work out. I, I told you who, but I think they're both great actors. I think everybody that we, you told me, I just don't know. I got to look them up. Okay. Yeah. That we went out to are, are fabulous actors. And I'm just like really excited to, to get the next stuff going. So, and I'm so perfect for this role. <laughs> <laughs> Have you read it yet? Yes. Bitch. Like, like actually, Yes, I, I told you I read it forever ago. <laughs> Ask me anything. Shoot. I think it's going to be fun. I think it's I a think, really good I role think for you. I'm very, yeah, I think it's great. I mean, it's yeah. it's probably the most sort of. When's the last time you did a cop drama? <laughs> dude, is it like 1995? Yeah, dude. Let's go. It's not like fucking horror. No, <laughs> Let's go. I mean, this is like all the episodics I did were like this kind of stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? I think but it's going to be really a, fun. Not on, on film, which will be great. Yes. I know. I I've can't... been scouting. I've been scouting your location and it's really cool. Really. My cool diner. St- yeah. Really cool stuff. I was like, oh, I was like, I have like options. <laughs> I was like, this is really nice. I'm like, oh, what, what do I want Danielle to wear to contrast this? Like, it's just really interesting. Oh my God. It's fun to figure out, stuff. you know, um, how are you coordinating all of the, how are you doing all of the gun stuff? That well, well, we're just figuring that out right now. It's a good old time. like as we were having a coffee this morning with my other producer, creative friend. Tom got a text message from his his stunt buddies that have weapons, and they were like, "These guns, mm-hmm. <laughs> just like bunch of guns." <laughs> oh, those guns look good. You know, like in a coffee so shop. What's your like, those what's guns. your like CGI budget? How does that well, work? I don't want to go too much into so detail long. with it. Yeah, right. until until we get everything in order. And then the only action movies I've done were like giant budget movies back in the day when they still use you like never done any... blanks and squibs. Oh no, we're not doing any of that. Shit. You know what I mean? Like I None only did like shit. one movie that was like super, super low budget where we like pretending to fire stuff, but you know, not oh, yeah. like that much gun. I mean, I've shot, I've had, you know, guns and hatchet and like all that other stuff, but, but they're obviously it's like, you know, they're guns that I couldn't really fire. It like yeah. nothing comes out. They're like, I had like a fucking street sweeper. Like ridiculous. that's exactly what we're doing. We're not the, like, this is safety first. I'm not, yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I mean, what's going on in the press right now, which yeah. is, you know, we probably shouldn't talk about it, but like, no, we're going to keep it as safe as possible. Obviously squibs and all of that stuff, which, you know, we've got to, we've got to find our location for right doing now. squibs, right? We're doing a couple. Okay. Couple here and there, couple that we really need, like a few here right. and there. We and know explain, the end. Will you explain to people what squibs are? A squib. Well, I think I think a fucking bunch of people know what squibs are. A squib is that attaches to either the clothing. Some people yeah. do clothing, 
or an actor will wear like a vest yeah. and it'll attach onto the vest because you still feel a sting that yeah. will pop and give the effect of being shot. So like a little explosive, like a little explosive. It's like a little, little, just think of it as like a little ketchup packet. that was this. <laughs> so when I was being shot up in H2, they put about eight squibs all over my body and I just had to, they were like, okay, it's going to go right, left, right, left, right, right. <laughs> so just oh my remember, God. Just remember, that's how you're going to react. <laughs> so I had to like do my body as the squibs were going. And, you know, the director goes, okay, on three, two, one, go. You'll just hear pop, 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 pop. Yeah. You know, I've never been shot. I've never had them to, I've never used them in a movie on me before. Really? No, I've seen it a million times around me, but I've always, always scared and like, cool, great. I don't really feel like wanting to do that. No, because I was always oh, a kid. So they're not going to actually do it. Or well, when I was you don't older, get shot in this. I know. Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler. I'm one of the only ones that doesn't get it. I know. I know. Cody, it's... what are you going to do with your mom, Cody, with your mom busy working, working? What are you going gonna to be, do? I'm going to be a sup peppy. You I'm are. I'm going to sit in a satchel with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I know I was looking at the locations and a lot of locations are like Acton, Palmdale. I was like, well, yeah, oh, of course. God. I was like, there's nothing like North Hollywood. <laughs> Why don't you look out and Chatsworth. see me? Go out and see and see me Valley. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna scout a couple, but it's also budget, you know, man. Yeah. A lot of shit is expensive out here. I know. People are just like films in LA. Oh, man, let's just like bump it up here. Because they can. Of course. Because they can. <gasps> What's that? <gasps> oh my God. Th- does, did you not know that this does it on FaceTime now? Now it does like animations every but time. Wait, how like- did you get that to go? Oh my God. Go, go. <laughs> oh my God. You guys are watching right now. Scout's <laughs> doing things to the camera and it's making the emojis. So how do you do that? How does it work? How did you do it? How does it does it? I don't know. <laughs> how, how is yours working? Mine doesn't at all. Here, maybe if I stop fucking acting crazy. So it does that now on FaceTime. Whenever you go, oh my God, this or heart it does or it. anything. Oh, yeah, it's fucking weird. Why are you yeah. watching me? Who's watching me? <laughs> the robot world. Who's watching me? I don't the like robot it. world. Let me see. How, I can't read how far are we in 25 minutes. Okay. Yeah, like we're 25. I think this is, there is one question. So maybe we should answer this. Yeah. I know that you guys have been um, listening to a bunch of. Um, I hope it's not one that you're going to read that I, I read today. Well, go ahead. Sam. Oh, maybe. I, well, no, no, I don't know. I was like, Ooh, I wouldn't know how to answer that. So go ahead read it. Let me see if it's the, that the, one. Um, yeah, I think it is. It's a long one. Oh no, that's not the one. Okay. Okay. Oh my God. You're gonna make me read this fucking thing. Okay. Hi, Danielle and Scout. I just wanted to update y'all about my 36 year old EMT. I was seeing. Oh yeah. We'd literally, okay. We'd literally been communicating every single day. We'd call and text. We'd gone on multiple dates. We'd even spent new year's Eve together. I truly thought with my heart of hearts that I was finally going to have my happy ending. I was genuinely falling in love with him and I hadn't experienced any feeling like that in a very long time until this last week. He didn't communicate with me all day until the next day when I was at work. I basically got a text that he couldn't see he couldn't see relationship working. Obviously, I broke down and couldn't hold it in and so I went home early and I met up with him because I needed my Polaroid camera back that I left at his place on New Year's. He had told me he likes me as a person and still wants to be in my life, but he just didn't see us together and that he also recently started talking to a blast from the past. 
I was in tears. I felt like I was dealing with a death. One night before all this happened, he was high as a kite and texted me that he wanted to spend his life with me. And obviously my heart was buying into it because he was everything I thought I wanted. After this all happened, I was slipping into depression because there was also other things happening in my life. So this happening with him just set things into motion. Luckily, I'm doing okay now. I've texted him about two days after we met, just saying, be safe on the road at work since he drives on the roads all the time for work. And I was texting him here and there. And finally, one day I just stopped and didn't reply because I needed to heal. And funny part is that he had texted me again the next day and I still didn't answer. Good for you. My friends and family think he's going to come back around. And honestly, I won't know what to do if he does. I love you for reading this and I can't wait to see y'all again. Man, that's like stringing someone along, you know, like that obviously that person wasn't over his last. And so he was just. Maybe he was really trying to move on, though. He was really trying. But like, I think it's like your job, man, to know if if it's like I'm really trying to move on, then you shouldn't like you should be honest with that person. Be like, hey, I just got out of something. I'm like. I'm still trying to figure myself out, but I like really like you, but like, I just want you to know where I'm at. I, I, I how long ago, cause you said blast from the past. Like I wondered if that's an excuse mm, yeah, or if there really was something there. Cause it sounds to me like hard that to might tell, be huh? an excuse. Yeah. Hard to tell. I mean, really I, 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 I definitely like, I dated a guy before I met right when I was dating David, I was dating another David and it, which is funny. Cause that's why I have. DG and my phone is DG, which I, I mean, uh, because that's how I, I put him in there to know the difference. And, uh, so was saying this other guy and we got, spent so much time together. It was like, we, we spent Valentine's day together and we spent this day time together. And th- like, we, we'd been dating for a little while and I think, no, maybe it wasn't Valentine's day. It might've been another holiday. It might've been like new year's or something. And I thought we, it was like moving in that direction. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like out of the blue, I felt like it was getting close to like, an I love you almost. And then mm-hmm. we had tickets to go to some show together or something. And then he just, after seeing him all the time, and then he just like stopped and sort of didn't call for two days or three days. And then I was like checking in didn't hear anything. And then finally he called and said, Hey, can I, can I call you? And then he called me and said, Hey, listen, you know, again, like I, I just, I was taking a chance on dating someone that was different from who I normally date. And yeah. I just don't see it really going anywhere. And I was like, Oh, okay. Like it was so out of the blue. Like I didn't know what had happened from the last time that I saw him and when everything was really good. And then we were supposed to have, you know, go to this concert. And then somewhere in between that time, he had like a realization of that. I wasn't the right girl for him. I don't know. It it could have been somebody else coming back like this situation or it probably was was like me. It probably was that. And, and some people are very, very good. Not, uh, leading someone on and not letting the other person know. I I was very much that person, Mm. which I, you know, (laughs) obviously being a love addict could not be alone. And whenever I wasn't over someone, I would get under someone. Of course. Get under someone by like, please love me. Of course. Please fall in love with me. Like love me. I need someone to love me. It's interesting because I just... You know, the last person that I was with, I was with her for a very, very, very long time. And she would have been the only girl that I would have spent like the rest of my life with, like the only girl, you know, until I realized 
that I wasn't over this ex that I had, but I really mm-hmm. wasn't over the, like the fact of like just being with a woman for the rest of my life is really mm-hmm. what it was. And I remember we were at a Marilyn Manson and Rob Zombie concert. Rob had invited us to New Year's Eve. I think he was playing at the Staples Center or somewhere. And I invited a, f- a friend of mine just because I couldn't go with her alone because I knew that she, I knew what she wanted in this, but I couldn't like give that to her. And I remember, you know, Marilyn like just ended his show. Rob's about to come on. It's like super exciting. We're like front row. And she looks at me and I look at her and she just goes, I got to go. I was like, what? What do you mean? I was like so upset. I was like, what do you, what do you mean? She's like, this is never like, this is never. Oh, she I'm, was getting too excited on this being, maybe being yeah. in her life with she, you. And she hugged me the, like the, the last hug, like, you know, you give someone that you're never, ever going to see again. Mm. And I was so stubborn and so angry that I was yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, what do you do? You know, like I'm here, right. I'm trying. It's like, no scout, right. you fucking asshole, right. you're an asshole, <laughs> you're a loser. You fucking let her on. You, you knew that you weren't going to be able to commit to her because you just, you're, you're too like, you don't know what you want right now. Right. You right. got fucked up by someone. So you're leading this girl on, you love her, but like you can't commit to her. Like you just, you can't, you can't, I just couldn't at that time. And of course I got under another dude, which ended up being my ex fiance. Mm-hmm. And then I went, then that was my last relationship that I was like, okay, I, I gotta go get, I gotta go get some fucking help because right. something's going on here. But I just, I actually, I don't think I told Tom this. I should tell him. I just saw her when Tom was on his bachelor party. I went to this play with my friend aunt and and his boyfriend and she was there and instantly my heart wanted to go up and apologize to her. Mm. And go, I am so sorry that I ever like hurt you. But she was like with her girlfriend. And I was like, she doesn't need a fucking apologize apology right. for me. Right. She's right. fucking she doesn't she's need to apologize. She's not still thinking about you. Maybe yeah. she's not still but thinking about you. My heart thinks about all these, you know, these two, three people that I I was that person. Yeah. That hurt someone. You know, like, have you ever been that? Like, I was that person that hurt someone because I was dealing through shit and I wasn't open and honest. You know, because, you know, when you're younger, there's this fucking fear behind it, man, of being like open and honest, like they're not they're going to leave you or you're right. not deserving of love or whatever it is. But so I, I understand and I get like where you're coming from. And, and it really does suck that he put you through that. And I just hope that you listen to your gut and your heart if he ever does come back. You know, I, I really hope that you can read if he is actually ready or if it's just going to be the same stuff, you know? Yeah. Wow. Look at me. Confessing. <laughs> Therapy's working for you. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good to like, you know, if you can't fucking point the finger at yourself when you've done right. fucking wrong yeah. shit, then you can't, you know, like what's, what's the fucking point? It's not, there's not growth there. That's right. But, okay. I get it. I get it. Well, this is a great episode. We got our men giving advice on some questions and then we've got nice. We do we do have a really good you and I've got a really good rhythm. Like I get it. Like hearing Tom and David and then yeah. hearing you and I, I was like, okay. But it's you know, 
they both talk a lot, but I think they both wanted to do a really good job by us too. Yeah, they did. Which was, which was very, very, very sweet. And, um, I hope that you guys got a chance to sort of see why we love our guys and, and how opposites attract y'all. Yeah, man. And we're, you know, and you just never know. You just never know. And and keep at it. Keep at it. You'll get, you'll get your person when it's supposed to be your person. It's not going to be fucking crazy. It's not going to be wild. It's going to probably be boring and safe and like and nothing you've ever had before. Mm-hmm. And that's probably going to be the one. Yeah. So you just have to have patience and it doesn't, it's not difficult and traumatic when it's the one it just yeah. kind of happens. And that's how I you know that. it. You know, I love that. I love that. I love, I love that, that for you. Peace and love, you everybody. I love that. Ever hear anyone say anyone say yeah. that? And then I think that'll be a great horror movie name. I love I that, love for, that you. for you. Yes. <laughs> On that I note, fully married. I love that for you. Fucking I love that for you. God. <laughs> Happy right. Tuesday, y'all. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Uh, next week we will. Um, we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.